Welcome back to the Vet SOS Podcast brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. Another great guest today, Eric. I can't wait to get into this conversation. We got Peter Klein with us from Boots the Books. Uh, it's just amazing organization. No doubt going to have some amazing information to share with us. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you doing today? Brother, I am pumped up, man. I am so excited to sit down and talk to Peter, hear more about Boots to Books and, and everything that they're doing. I This is a friend of mine, man. This is a guy I've kind of go back a little ways, and uh, I just, I'm a, I'm a huge, huge fan of this dude and what he's doing. So I am excited. I am ready to get to work. Uh, let's get after it, dude. All right. Without further ado, we'll jump right into it. Peter's an Army veteran who, like many, struggled during his transition. He was inspired to start Boots to Books through the support he received. They have grown the program to help over 4,000 veterans and families, provided over $80,000 in educational resources, and they've partnered with organizations like the Army Reserve, Reserve, Oracle, Adobe, and more without ever charging a cent. Peter has led teams on congressional campaign, worked in financial services, and now works in strategy consulting, helping companies, venture capital, and private equity firms answer their toughest questions. He is devoted to assisting our military community and has been lucky enough to help several other nonprofits and veteran-known companies get their start. Amazing what you've accomplished so far, uh, Peter. So happy to have you here today. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me and uh, the flattering intro. I mean, Eric, I don't know if if I've heard kinder words. Yeah, that was that was very nice. But uh, yeah, for those listening, Eric is actually one of the folks who I called when I was doing some research before I launched Boots to Books. Uh, so yep. This is really a full circle moment. So I'm great. I'm really happy to be here. We're happy to have you, brother. Outstanding. Love love when that that all works out that way. So in your bio, you alluded to the support you received being really the reason or, or one of the, the fires behind starting Boots to Books. Can you elaborate a little bit? Like what, what kind of support really led you down that path? Yeah, definitely. So uh, when I was getting out of the military, I really, as when I was planning my transition, especially I had no inclination to go into the nonprofit field. Uh, I was extremely interested in politics and finance. Um, and it ended up that I, you know, first career was in politics and then I moved into finance. So, it, you know, um, but when I was getting out, um, I had practically done all of these things so that I th- would have an easy transition or so I thought, right? So I had started taking all of the classes that you really don't want to take in college, you know, so I did calculus at night, you know, stat, I did all the general education and I did well, so I'd be ready to transfer. Uh, I won all these competitions, you know, and I was kind of starting to look at careers. Uh, but when it came time for me to transition, uh, I'm writing my college applications doing the essays, doing the various parts of it. Uh, and I'm writing my resume to go apply to jobs to, you know, have a job before I start school. And I realized that I was really underprepared. Uh, and it took me a while to realize that. And what really drove the realization was sending, you know, blanket resumes, not networking, having no target role. So all the things boots to books exist to now tell people not to do, I was doing and getting the results you'd expect, which were nothing. Uh, and this continued for a while until I realized that the definition of insanity is, you know, what doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, which was exactly what I was doing. Uh, so eventually I realized, okay, I need to reach out to someone for help. It's time to kind of swallow my pride um, and see what's out there. And so I reached out to one of the smartest guys I knew who was not a veteran. His name's Aubrey Sign. He was coding uh, in a semiconductor firm. He worked at a recently acquired startup in San Francisco now, just really, really smart guy. Uh, and he would meet with me every week and go over my college applications, help me look at different careers, help me write a resume, 
uh, helped me pick my actual course load for my first year at school. Uh, and with his help, a lot of amazing things happened. So I got an academic scholarship and saved my benefits. Like I said a little bit earlier, I got a job on a political campaign leading teams. And, but it was because of that really personalized, accessible help that he gave me. Uh, and so that from there is what really drove the creation of Boots to Books. It was, we saw a problem and wanted to fix it uh, much more than we were like, you know, let's go start an organization. That, that's an amazing journey. I heard you correctly, right? You said he wasn't a veteran? Nope. No, just a yeah. really, really passionate guy and loves the community. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about the Who You Know Network, which is the one who, who you know, helped us launch the Bed SOS podcast here. And that was one of the first things I did in my transition was attend their uh, summit, uh, the Job Search Summit. It really changed my way of thinking about my transition because it was from the civilian standpoint. It wasn't a military affiliated. They weren't uh, doing anything specifically with the military. And I, I think that's a great point that people need to pay attention to, that there are a ton of resources outside of the veteran ones we talk about, you know, even, you know, just great people like, like your, your friend there who helped you and sort of change your projection or trajectory, sorry, um, really make a huge difference. That's just great to hear. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think there's, there's some value in not siloing yourself as a member of the military community while you're actively trying to integrate into another group. That's uh, pretty counterintuitive when you say it out loud, right? Like want to actually go interact with this group, see the slang they use, see what's important to them, you know, when they're making hiring decisions versus be surrounded by a bunch of people who have the same experiences as you. Because chances are, unless you were, you know, speaking to a recruiter you networked with or doing a military program at a company, you probably won't be speaking to somebody from that community. You know, Peter, one of the things I think you do really, really well, and I think you've highlighted already, and I don't even know if you've, I don't even know if you know you've highlighted it, but you are what we call a disruptive thinker a disruptive thinker, right? You believe in disruptive thinking. You see a problem and rather than sitting back and harping on what the problem is, right? You seek out and you create the solution to that problem. I've watched you do that for years now. And it is something that is so inspirational that I think that it, it really gets, it gets lost because you see, you keyed in on something that I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on. And that is as I transition, Yes, I, I need the community. Yes, I want to communicate and, and interact with other veterans, but that can't be my only audience, right? That can't be the only people I interact with. When I joined the military and I went through basic training or boot camp, I didn't have a bunch of civilians telling me how to do it, right? I had people who were, who were industry experts wearing really weird looking hats, yelling a lot, and they made me do a lot of push-ups. Like those are the people who helped me learn how to become a soldier, Right. So as I'm stepping into civilian life and I'm stepping out of the uniform, if I'm a disruptive thinker, I'm looking for an, a, something that's outside of the box, something that does not fit the norm. I want to surround myself with people who think differently than I do. I believe in diversity of thought. And I think that's one thing that you and Boots to Books have done such a fantastic job with. And that is highlighting that and bringing people to that understanding. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think that's something that a lot of people in the community have realized, right? Um, like if you look at, you know, Talents Ascend, Whole Cyber Human Initiative, right. Federati, um, like I think a lot of folks have seen, you know, like there's something wrong and we need to try something new. Uh, yep. And they've made a lot of really great progress. So I think it's, it's the right path. And, you know, a lot has changed in the transition space for the better. And um, so I think we're, you know, proud to be among the group of people trying to change things a little bit. And, kind of break stuff and see what works and then keep doing that. Um, 
but that's kind of been the driving you know way we've gone about it so far yeah so tell us about boots to books we, we've we've talked about it we've kind of hit on it i want to know about this organization i want our listeners really to hear uh what they can expect from boots to books what do you guys bring to the table brother yeah definitely so for people looking for assistance and it can be split up in, into three real categories uh, live events which is really job seeker skills training uh, technical upskilling and employment opportunities so the live events are about every single month. They can range from career days, where we bring on people in 15 different careers, to recruiter roundtables, where we have you know, Oracle recruiters come on and share what they're looking for. Uh, the goals of these events are twofold. The first is self-discovery. Put you in front of a bunch of people who will candidly share about their careers and answer your questions uh, and not give you the kind of uh, you know, recruiting pitch. That, that's number one, because a lot of folks get out of the military and say, all my friends are project managers, so I have to do that. Or all my friends are doing this, so I have to do this. Or I was an infantryman, so all I can do is, you know, something that is directly related to that, um, which isn't the case at all. I mean, you know, walking example. And so that's number one is, is the self-realization. The second part that we think is really important and is giving people the chance to develop job seeker skills and actually get the information from a good source. So the opportunity to develop interview skills, resume skills, and just learn about what recruiters are looking for and what the jobs, uh, the hiring process looks like. Uh, so that's those events. And those are about every single month. So really help people find out what they want to do and how to convey their value. Uh, the technical upskilling is split twofold. There's higher education and then professional certifications. The higher education, when you're first applying to school to be a student in undergrad, it will pay the application fee if the school doesn't waive it and help with your application. We'll also connect you to a lot of really great other organizations like service to school. And we, one thing I want to also say is never use just one organization. Use them all. Everyone has really great offerings. If a nonprofit tells you not to, they're probably wrong. And but so we can help pay, help the application. When you're actually in school, you'll get 500 bucks a semester if you are a full time student. When I was a student, I had two classes where the books combined were over 500 bucks and I was taking five. So I'd start every semester down over $1,000. Uh, pretty brutal as a full-time student. So Boots to Books launched a program. We have yet to have somebody who qualifies and not get some form of assistance, uh, which means us buying a textbook for them, and where we will pay for textbooks for people whose benefits are being exceeded. The next one will open in about three weeks. Uh, we don't expect anybody to get rejected again, uh, which is pretty exciting. Uh, and so then continuing that, so you've got your textbooks, now you're about to finish undergrad and you're looking at grad school, we'll pay for the GRE, GMAT, or LSAT preparation. So you can go to a great law, business, or graduate program. And, and then the other side of that, so that's really school, right? The other side of that is professional certifications. So we have applications, the next opens on Tuesday, so probably long before this episode's released, and where people can submit a professional certification to us for up to $1,000 uh, and they can submit anyone, even if we haven't covered it in the past, we'll just have to write how it aligns with their career goals, who the provider is and some other info. Uh, and we will cover the full cost of that certification. So the goal is you go to these live events, the first block I mentioned, you get this upskilling, the second block I mentioned, what this gives you is a goal, the ability to convey your value in reference to that goal. And then three, some actual hard backing on your resume that a recruiter can recognize. Boots to Books is not the certifying authority. The Project Management Institute is, or Six Sigma Global, you know, a recognized authority. 
uh, or you're getting a degree from X university, right? So that you're being a member of the military community just makes you that much better of a candidate. It is not the only thing that you are talking about in your resume. You've also got this relevant experience and relevant training um, that's outside the military. Uh, and so those two elements come together really well, uh, and they really culminate in the employment opportunities. So we have hiring fairs. We had one in 2021. We had two in 2022. And as you can guess it, we're having four this year. And um, we just had our second in June. It went really well. Uh, these are limited to the military community. So only folks who are uh, middle spouses, veterans, transitioning, active duty, members of the Guard and Reserve or dependents can show up. And um, they have about 16 companies each, like Oracle, Accenture, Raytheon, TD Bank, all the way down to exciting and fun startups. Uh, and the only people who come are from the military community. So the recruiters who are coming know that they're there to hire from the military community. All these companies who are coming know the value that these candidates bring and are willing to actually engage with them and help them a little bit uh, and be conversational versus some kind of blind resume handoff. Uh, and so those have been really, really good. And that's kind of where our uh, services all tie together. Uh, and then we also have the master class, of course, but I'll pause there. But I've talked your ears off too much. Um, but those are our core services that were developed prior to this year. That, that's amazing stuff you have going on. And before Eric jumps into this masterclass, <laughs> the, the live events part, I'd like to, to tell, tell the audience a little bit more about these. Are these live online? Are they live in person? Are they regionally located? Do you do them around the country? You know, so how, how's all that work and how do they get involved in things like that, including the hiring fair? Awesome. Yeah, thanks for asking that, Sean. Um, so I'd say the easiest way, if something we said interests you, I would just go to our website and sign up on our sign-up form. It takes about like two minutes. And then every time we have something that's relevant to you, like a certification offering, event, et cetera, um, we'll let you know about it. Uh, and everything we do is free. And you know, it, the goal is to make the best use of your time. And so it makes it really, really simple for you, um, which is something that I would prefer personally. And um, so that's that. Um, but also they're on LinkedIn, right? We always post everything on LinkedIn. They're on our website as well. Um, so LinkedIn's the best for kind of up to the minute updates, sign up on our website to get everything. And um, for our events, they're pretty much all on Zoom. We do go around the country and do in-person events. They're usually in partnership with someone else. So we've done ideally veterans council. I was just at Golden Gate University. And um, I want to go out to Grand Canyon University before long. And um, so it depends. And um, but mostly Zoom, those monthly events will pretty much always be on Zoom virtually. Um, and people can, there's no you know regional blocking or anything. People can join from anywhere. Uh, they're at 4 p.m. PST on Fridays usually. Outstanding. Sounds like some great things. That, you can see Eric's wheels are turning here. I know he's ready to get into it. I'm going to go ahead and run over it, it, listen, it, this is this is easy for me, dude, because like it's easy for me to talk about something I'm so passionate about, right? Like this is an organization um, that has, and I don't, I'm not going to repeat myself, but just has really kind of stepped into. And Peter, you have highlighted a couple of things, and and I want to make sure that you you receive the 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 edification you deserve for that. And that is, we're, you're not in competition with any other nonprofit. Like you firmly believe that we should be utilizing as many, if not all of the opportunities that are out there that we need for our future, our family, our goals, our dreams, our hopes, our, you know, we should be getting in the ring and, and, and working with as many people as we can. I've, I've talked about being the CEO of your own transition and, and, you know, assigning yourself and bringing people alongside of you that are going to lift you and organizations like Boots to Books and, and people like you are people who I surround myself with, right? Like, 
I'm, I'm still in transition, dude. It's going to take a lot longer than, you know, three or four years to undo 25 years of, of military service. Right. So I need to continuously surround myself with folks like you and organizations like yours uh, to be able to continue to lift it and, and propel me. Right. Um, but you work in concert with all these other organizations. Right. I think that's that's such a huge point for, for our community and for the rest of the world to hear is that the veteran community stands shoulder to shoulder. Right. This is our community. Um, we stand shoulder to shoulder. We are here to make sure that everyone, you know, helps out and everyone gets the different opportunities. And and you'll stand and talk about other organizations and they'll talk about you. And that's how we all are lifted up and move into that thrive over over survive mentality. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's, you know, one of the, the funny things I was thinking about, Aubrey and I actually talked about this, is uh, last week, Boots to Books made a post and it listed 10 other nonprofits that we really like, that we think people should use. Um, and him and I were reading it and kind of laughing and we're like, what business like posts a list of its competitors and suggests them? Like how, you yeah. know, yeah. you know, effing, excuse my language, stupid would that be if you were like out there in a hunt for dollars, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it, it's funny because, you know, I think in the veteran area of nonprofits or the military connected area, the incentive structure is, is different somehow. And what I say is, is in the other nonprofit space, and this isn't a generalization about all of them, but sometimes competition can definitely arise for donation dollars. Mm -hmm. And I just haven't seen that in the veteran space. Um, I haven't met an organization yet to where we wanted to collaborate or cross market or do something to where we felt we could expand our impact by working together and they weren't open to it. The only time we had anything like that is when Boots to Books was like two months old and people were like, no offense, like we would like a little more history before we work, <laughs> which is yeah. totally justified. That's fair, and, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I agree. And you know, I think that's the biggest thing too, in new transitions, I think some folks think that like they have to, you know, be a strict user of like Boots to Bucks or, you know, one of the others when it's like, no, you know, get Betterati, get on Bets the Industry, American Corporate Partners, Boots to Bucks, use all of them at, because one of them might just have that person who's looking for exactly what you have or who has the, that perfect magic bullet for your transition. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, you know, we, we all have unique, well, we all have similarities, right? We both wore a uniform. We both served our country. We both have, have learned and, and lived in a, in a world that we, we, we serve something bigger than ourselves, right? There's that selfless service and, and things like that, that we all understand. But as we separate, right, we're all unique. Every one of us is different. My hopes and dreams are different. What I think is success, you know, what, what success means to me is different than yours. Our, our families look different. Our, our mortgages are different. Like there's so many unique variables that we have to engage with other organizations. We have to have, because I've got to have, I've got to have, as Alfredo says, a salad bar to be able to look at, you know, what I'm going to use and how it's going to best benefit my family. Because as much as I want to say the army and go army and go army beat Navy, which I will scream till my day I die, go army beat Navy, right? Like as much as I want to do that, the army's not paying my bills anymore. My loyalty and, and, and where I, where I want to survive and where I want to thrive is because of my family. It's because I want to provide for my family. And so aligning myself with multiple organizations who can all pour into me and who can all help me and who can all lift me up that's where it's at. But I love the fact that you do that and you do that so well. You do partner with a ton of people. You, you, you stand alongside, you shoulder to shoulder. And I think it's incumbent upon us as veterans to show the rest of this country what it looks like, 
right? We, we, we're setting an example. This is, it's, it's one thing to, we're helping our veterans, we're helping our brothers and sisters, and we're helping the mill spouses, and we're doing all this great stuff, but we're also setting an example. And I think that's so important to the rest of the country. We are setting an example of what right looks like, what community really looks like, regardless of all of the other variables and demographics you could throw at us, because we are all of them, right? The military is a microcosm of the rest of the country. We, we have everything from every, you know, social economic background, every religious background. And, and yet somehow, wow, somehow we figure out how to stand together. Right. So I love that, dude. I love that you set the example doing that, but I want to get into this masterclass because I need to hear about this because we're running out of time and I could talk about you for hours. So um, tell us about the masterclass because I think it's something that is really important. It's really yeah. important to the rest of us. So tell us about it. Definitely. Yeah. So I'll preface uh, the masterclass by saying Tom Gill, this guy, I can't speak of this class without saying his name because he, so he came on as a volunteer for Boots Books. He's since become our, our paid chief operating officer, which is pretty awesome um, that we've got, you know, a COO now, but he um, came on as a project manager and built out this masterclass, basically did 90% of the work. And what it is, is a video course that breaks down every pain point you will face in the transition. And so the sections are like mental health, uh, higher education, professional certifications, employment, entrepreneurship, benefits and financial literacy. Uh, and each one of these sections has probably 40 videos in it. And so I'll take the employment one, for example, like the resume, it breaks the resume down into resume templates, writing a resume bullet, right? Uh, you know, should I use a resume header, federal resumes, cover letters, and so each one of these difficult pain points, starting a business, for instance, is broken down into these really small five to 10 minute videos, and it's taught by a relevant expert. And so in the entrepreneurship section, there's founders, there's recruiters, Dean Drummond did Adobe's teaching in the employment one. Uh, Tyrone Hewitt is in the benefits one. We have people who are, uh, you know, financial advisors in the uh, using, you know, making a financial plan one. And so really the goal of this class was to give people the best possible information from the most reputable sources and the most digestible way. And, and that's, I think, what we've really done. And it's completely free. It always will be. And it lives in an online community where people can chat, ask questions, say whatever they want. Uh, and so that's something we're really building up over these next couple of years. We've built the infrastructure for it now. And I think that was the biggest lift. And now we're trying to get the master class in front of, you know, more transition uh, classes on to actual more bases uh, to try and get it in front of as many people as we can and keep updating it as things change and we build our network more. Uh, but I mean, I, it's been a really, really fun thing to have that so far and to watch it. And once again, I mean, Tom really blew our, blew our socks off with how much he took over that project and executed. I mean, Eric, you interacted with him during it and it was like, the guy had been at Boots to Books for like a month and was, you know, running everything. I, I thought it was interesting when I first, when, when you first approached me about coming on and, and doing a, a quick video and, and you and I were talking about it and then it kind of moved over to Tom, right? Tom kind of took the helm and I, I, st I kept messaging you because I really didn't know. And you were like, no, dude, Tom, like <laughs> stop asking me questions, like go to Tom. And I was like, you're right. And Tom, dude, Tom killed that, bro. He killed it. But I think you know, you kind of glossed over something, but I think I think it's really important that our listeners hear this is that the the master classes are not boots to books, folks, right? They're industry experts in the field that they're talking about. They're people who understand transition from the financial lens or from the mental health lens or from you know the employment lens. And they're people who actually know what they're talking about. These are you've got you, 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 you compiled a, a pretty impressive list 
of people to, to, to share their expertise. And this is something that I don't, I'm glad it's free because Peter, I don't know how you'd put a price tag on this thing. Like there's, I, I truly don't, I don't know how you would put a price tag on there. There's like you said, there's like what, six or seven different, um, uh, so, uh, uh, headers, right. And there's like 40 videos under each header. Like it's ridiculous how much value and information you have stored on this thing from people who actually, like I said, know what they're talking about. So I, I think it's, it's, it's a really, really important thing. I, I'm, I am all in to help you get wherever you need to get. I, sh- I share it with every transitioning service member I, inter- I interact with. Um, but it's, it's, dude, this masterclass is ridiculous, dude. I go back and like I said, I'm still transitioning. I've gone back on several times and watched other people's videos and just like, okay, well, I got to check out this. And I'm, I'm, I'm constantly learning something. So. Thank you. I, I really appreciate the kind words. I mean, it's, you know, it's very validating to hear that, especially from, from someone I respect after, you know, we, we definitely took a second to build it out. Um, and I think, you know, really what comes next is us is doing that outreach, you know, bringing on somebody like a project, uh, product marketing person um, to really drive the adoption of it. Cause we've got, I mean, we've, you know, about around a thousand people using it. So it's, it's pretty good and we're happy about it, but I think that it could really take off and help a lot more. And so I think that's next for us is really, you know, concurrently with those programs I spoke about in the beginning is really trying to drive the use of us. Yeah. I think we're going to help you with that. We, we, uh, and I'm a little off script here, Sean, I apologize, but we have a, a pod right on LinkedIn, right? You know, the, the, the collective group message and it's a pod for pods, right? So it's all, all of us podcasters that I could find, put us all in one pod. So we share, you know, great best practices and, and ideas about best equipment and things like that. But I think if with your permission, Peter, I'm going to throw your name in there and make sure every single podcast that talks about veterans transition, anything that has to do with us, I want to make sure that you get on there. Cause I want to make sure that this gets out. We need to take that, that thousand member, you know, number and multiply it by a thousand. So I got you, dude. Much appreciated brother. Yeah, definitely. That's amazing. So get your, get your talking voice on. <laughs> <sighs> So when it when it comes to this this masterclass, is there a long term plan or was it planned from the beginning? You know, because like over time things change, right? So do you have plans to update certain videos, or is everything was everything created in a sense that stands the test of time? Yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah, so the videos are definitely to be updated. Um, I mean. You know, for instance, some of them talk about like professional certifications um, and some of them get phased out or they'll bring in a new one or the testing requirements change or whatever. And um, some of them talk about industries that are just subject to change, like cybersecurity. If cybersecurity hiring looks the same way as it did, you know, this year in a few years, I'd be, I mean, I guess I, yeah, I could still see it being in high demand, but I think it will change. I think the dynamics of a lot of the things that are talked about will change, um, which would make updating the videos the smart thing to do and would you know make them a lot more helpful. So I think it's going to keep being updated. I think the long-term place in our strategic plan for that class is that we have these events every month. We've got these scholarships about every three months, hiring fair about every three months, but there are, you know, let's say two to four week la- uh, gaps between our live events. And so during those two to four week gaps, currently we are sending people resource guides and telling them like, Hey, you should really start doing better audio guides. You should get a mentor. You should be attending these networking events, et cetera. But something else we want to give them is this masterclass. And so that completely asynchronously, they can get this best in class information that oftentimes we can't even get at our events. 
because some of those people on the master class took three months to schedule. There's no shot we're getting to speak live. Um, and so really get that best in class info between events. So they're that much more prepared, come a hiring fair, come a recruiter round table. Um, and also it makes a lot better use of our time um, to have a bigger impact in areas that need us more. So like Tom and I would spend a lot of time talking about resumes or sending out the best practices that we had been told from someone else because neither of us are resume experts. So we'd rely on the experts. Uh, but now we can just get those experts like Dean and Adobe, like Maureen Morris, and get these videos and now easily refer people to them, uh, which is better for both sides because they can yep. hear straight from the expert, no telephone, refer back to it, uh, and we use our time more wisely. I absolutely love that. I love the fact that there's even forward thinking, you know, applied to the entire project, which tells me that you came to play. You know, you really care. You want to create something that's going to last and it's going to continue to add uh, value to the community and to those you know, that are coming along behind us. That, that's just really, really impressive. Congratulations on that monumental uh, <laughs> accomplishment in my book. Um, I hate to say it, but we have come down to time again. I don't want to leave. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't want you to go. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, and, and I love it. I love it when it happens because it means, you know, the, the conversation was phenomenal, but I also hate when it happens because then I lose – I feel like we didn't didn't get to everything, which just tells me we got to book you again, and that that's a win win for everybody. Part two. Yeah, I'm always more than happy to uh, to come back on. I really appreciate you guys having me on and helping spread the word about Boots to Books, and uh, I'll make sure to return the favor with with that SOS. Oh, I love lovely. it. Um, so, what's one thing we we ask everybody this? What's one thing you really want to leave the audience with today? Uh, I want to reiterate something that Keith Gasson said actually. Uh -oh. um, because I was listening to his episode and I really liked it. Um, and that is people are in the transition. You are going to get told um, that your goals are unrealistic a lot. And I think that the mindset is that's complete BS. It's not the goal that people are being unrealistic about. Like if you want to go be a, I don't know, you know, a, a SOC analyst or you want to go be an attorney or work in investment banking or whatever it is, you definitely can. It is the work people are unrealistic about. Yeah. People, the goal is there. You could definitely do it. But I mean, let's say you want to be a, like a young attorney or a banker. Like, are you re like ready to pull 70 to 80 hour weeks? And that's if you've already done the work to get there. You know, nevertheless, before that, how much networking and schooling and et cetera, you're going to have to do. And so I would say the biggest thing in your transition is, hey, don't let people define or limit your transition for you. You're the only person that can do that. Your self-limit is the limit. And however, that being said, be honest about what kind of life you want to lead and what is going to make you happy. If something that makes you happy is being outside in the wilderness for three hours a day, then don't go get a job that's going to force you to sit in an office for 15 hours a day because you want to make $200,000 a year. That money is great, but the excitement of being paid a lot fades when you can't spend it on anything that makes you happy. Um, or, you know, you're just trapped doing something that you don't like all day. And so, so, you know, just be realistic about the work that's involved to get there. And I think that the end goal will follow a lot better. Um, but also everything works out. Transition is not a, a linear path. It's very jagged, but uh, that, la that last one, you know, is, is a very straight up shot. And so, yeah. That's all. Um, there's great folks out here. Take advantage of everything, but that is, uh, 
that's all I have, guys. I really appreciate you having me. That's a great way to describe it, though, about the, the path not being linear, being jagged. Uh, I haven't heard that one yet. Uh, really love that. Love what you're doing with Boots to, to Books. L love the mission. Love the, the giver's heart. And, and I have to reiterate what Eric said earlier, disruptive thinking. I mean, you just sort of sum that up again, you know. And, and so love what you're doing. Love, your, love that you're here to support. I, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Eric, what do you got to, to close us out today? Now, listen, Peter, man, I just want to thank you for being on, dude. Again, I'm a huge fan. I'm a, you know, you're my brother, you're my friend, uh, but I am a huge fan of yours. I'm a huge fan of the way you think. I'm a huge fan of the way you take action. Um, I want to thank you for setting an example, bro. That's what you do, man. You're out here setting an example for what right looks like. And there are people out there like me that I appreciate, you know, I appreciate what you've done. So um, keep doing it, dude. Let us know how we can help, but don't, don't, uh, don't stop being a disruptive thinker, dude. You're, you're killing it. So um, we love you. We love boots, boots to Books. We love the Masterclass. Um, but we're, we're thankful to have you here, man. We're, we appreciate your time. Much appreciated, man. And yeah, I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Also, let's, let's not forget here who I called before Boots to Books was started. And that, that was you, Eric. So you can't, you can't, you know, leave your part out too much here. Uh, I appreciate that, bro. And, you know, I guess we can leave with that being a testament to reach out to people, get that help. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So and absolutely. So All right. Well, uh, listen. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, thank you for listening to the Vet SOS podcast. Um, don't forget, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab that Vet SOS lifeline.